part three chapter three section one of the possessed by fyodor dostoevsky translated by constance garnett this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part three chapter three a romance ended section one from the large ballroom of skvoreshniki the room in which the last interview with varvara petrovna and stepan trofimovitch had taken place the fire could be plainly seen at daybreak soon after five in the morning liza was standing at the farthest window on the right looking intently at the fading glow she was alone in the room she was wearing the dress she had worn the day before at the matinee a very smart light green dress covered with lace but crushed and put on carelessly and with haste suddenly noticing that some of the hooks were undone in front she flushed hurriedly set it right snatched up from a chair the red shawl she had flung down when she came in the day before and put it round her neck some locks of her luxuriant hair had come loose and showed below the shawl on her right shoulder her face looked weary and careworn but her eyes glowed under her frowning brows she went up to the window again and pressed her burning forehead against the cold pane the door opened and nikolai vsyevolodovitch came in i've sent a messenger on horseback he said in ten minutes we shall hear all about it meantime the servants say that part of the riverside quarter has been burnt down on the right side of the bridge near the quay it's been burning since eleven o'clock now the fire is going down he did not go near the window but stood three steps behind her she did not turn towards him it ought to have been light an hour ago by the calendar and it's still almost night she said irritably calendars always tell lies he observed with a polite smile but a little ashamed he made haste to add it's dull to live by the calendar liza and he relapsed into silence vexed at the ineptitude of the second sentence liza gave a wry smile you are in such a melancholy mood that you cannot even find words to speak to me but you need not trouble there's a point in what you said i always live by the calendar every step i take is regulated by the calendar does that surprise you she turned quickly from the window and sat down in a low chair you sit down too please we haven't long to be together and i want to say anything i like why shouldn't you too say anything you like nikolai vsyevolodovitch sat beside her and softly almost timidly took her hand what's the meaning of this tone liza where has it suddenly sprung from what do you mean by we haven't long to be together that's the second mysterious phrase since you waked half an hour ago you are beginning to reckon up my mysterious phrases she laughed do you remember i told you i was a dead woman when i came in yesterday that you thought fit to forget to forget or not to notice i don't remember liza why dead you must live and is that all you've quite lost your flow of words i've lived my hour and that's enough do you remember christopher ivanovitch no i don't he answered frowning christopher ivanovitch at lausanne he bored you dreadfully he always used to open the door and say i've come for one minute and then stay the whole day i don't want to be like christopher ivanovitch and stay the whole day a look of pain came into his face liza it grieves me this unnatural language this affectation must hurt you too what's it for what's the object of it his eyes glowed liza he cried i swear i love you now more than yesterday when you came to me what a strange declaration 
why bring in yesterday and to-day and these comparisons you won't leave me he went on almost with despair we will go away together to-day won't we won't we ay don't squeeze my hand so painfully where could we go together to-day to rise again somewhere no we've made experiments enough and it's too slow for me and i am not fit for it it's too exalted for me if we are to go let it be to moscow to pay visits and entertain that's my ideal you know even in switzerland i didn't disguise from you what i was like as we can't go to moscow and pay visits since you are married it's no use talking of that liza what happened yesterday what happened is over that's impossible that's cruel what if it is cruel you must bear it if it is cruel you are avenging yourself on me for yesterday's caprice he muttered with an angry smile liza flushed what a mean thought why then did you bestow on me so great a happiness have i the right to know no you must manage without rights don't aggravate the meanness of your supposition by stupidity you are not lucky to-day by the way you surely can't be afraid of public opinion and that you will be blamed for this great happiness if that's it for god's sake don't alarm yourself it's not your doing at all and you are not responsible to any one when i opened your door yesterday you didn't even know who was coming in it was simply my caprice as you expressed it just now and nothing more you can look every one in the face boldly and triumphantly your words that laugh have been making me feel cold with horror for the last hour that happiness of which you speak frantically is worth everything to me how can i lose you now i swear i loved you less yesterday why are you taking everything from me to-day do you know what it has cost me this new hope i paid for it with life your own life or another's he got up quickly what does that mean he brought out looking at her steadily have you paid for it with your life or with mine is what i mean or have you lost all power of understanding cried liza flushing why did you start up so suddenly why do you stare at me with such a look you frighten me what is it you are afraid of all the time i noticed some time ago that you were afraid and you are now this very minute good heavens how pale you are if you know anything liza i swear i don't and i wasn't talking of that just now when i said that i had paid for it with life i don't understand you she brought out faltering apprehensively at last a slow brooding smile came on to his lips he slowly sat down put his elbows on his knees and covered his face with his hands a bad dream and delirium we were talking of two different things i don't know what you were talking about do you mean to say you did not know yesterday that i should leave you to-day did you know or not don't tell a lie did you or not i did he said softly well then what would you have you knew and yet you accepted that moment for yourself aren't we quits tell me the whole truth he cried in intense distress when you opened my door yesterday did you know yourself that it was only for one hour she looked at him with hatred really the most sensible person can ask most amazing questions and why are you so uneasy can it be vanity that a woman should leave you first instead of your leaving her do you know nikolai vsyevolodovitch since i've been with you i've discovered that you are very generous to me and it's just that i can't endure from you he got up from his seat and took a few steps about the room very well perhaps it was bound to end so but how can it all have happened 
that's a question to worry about especially as you know the answer yourself perfectly well and understand it better than any one on earth and were counting on it yourself i am a young lady my heart has been trained on the opera that's how it all began that's the solution no there is nothing in it to fret your vanity it is all the absolute truth it began with a fine moment which was too much for me to bear the day before yesterday when i insulted you before everyone and you answered me so chivalrously i went home and guessed at once that you were running away from me because you were married and not from contempt for me which as a fashionable young lady i dreaded more than anything i understood that it was for my sake for me mad as i was that you ran away you see how i appreciate your generosity then pyotr stepanovitch skipped up to me and explained it all to me at once he revealed to me that you were dominated by a great idea before which he and i were as nothing but yet that i was a stumbling-block in your path he brought himself in he insisted that we three should work together and said the most fantastic things about a boat and about maplewood oars out of some russian song i complimented him and told him he was a poet which he swallowed as the real thing and as apart from him i had known long before that i had not the strength to do anything for long i made up my mind on the spot well that's all and quite enough and please let us have no more explanations we might quarrel don't be afraid of any one i take it all on myself i am horrid and capricious i was fascinated by that operatic boat i am a young lady but you know i did think that you were dreadfully in love with me don't despise the poor fool and don't laugh at the tear that dropped just now i am awfully given to crying with self-pity come that's enough that's enough i am no good for anything and you are no good for anything it's as bad for both of us so let's comfort ourselves with that anyway it eases our vanity dream and delirium cried stavrogin wringing his hands and pacing about the room liza poor child what have you done to yourself i burnt myself in a candle nothing more surely you are not crying too you should show less feeling and better breeding why why did you come to me don't you understand what a ludicrous position you put yourself in in the eyes of the world by asking such questions why have you ruined yourself so grotesquely and so stupidly and what's to be done now and this is stavrogin the vampire stavrogin as you are called by a lady here who is in love with you listen i have told you already i put all my life into one hour and i am at peace do the same with yours though you've no need to you have plenty of hours and moments of all sorts before you as many as you i give you my solemn word not one hour more than you he was still walking up and down and did not see the rapid penetrating glance she turned upon him in which there seemed a dawning hope but the light died away at the same moment if you knew what it costs me that i can't be sincere at this moment liza if i could only tell you tell me you want to tell something to me god save me from your secret she broke in almost in terror he stopped and waited uneasily i ought to confess that ever since those days in switzerland i have had a strong feeling that you have something awful loathsome some bloodshed on your conscience and yet something that would make you look very ridiculous beware of telling me if it's true i shall laugh you to scorn i shall laugh at you for the rest of your life ay you are turning pale again i won't i won't i'll go at once 
she jumped up from her chair with a movement of disgust and contempt torture me punish me vent your spite on me he cried in despair you have the full right i knew i did not love you and yet i ruined you yes i accepted the moment for my own i had a hope i've had it a long time my last hope i could not resist the radiance that flooded my heart when you came in to me yesterday of yourself alone of your own accord i suddenly believed perhaps i have faith in it still i will repay such noble frankness by being as frank i don't want to be a sister of mercy for you perhaps i really may become a nurse unless i happen appropriately to die to-day but if i do i won't be your nurse though of course you need one as much as any crippled creature i always fancied that you would take me to some place where there was a huge wicked spider big as a man and we should spend our lives looking at it and being afraid of it that's how our love would spend itself appeal to dashenka she will go with you anywhere you like can't you help thinking of her even now poor little spaniel give her my greetings does she know that even in switzerland you had fixed on her for your old age what prudence what foresight ay who's that at the farther end of the room a door opened a crack a head was thrust in and vanished again hurriedly is that you alexey yegorytch asked stavrogin no it's only i pyotr stepanovitch thrust himself half in again how do you do lizaveta nikolaevna good morning anyway i guessed i should find you both in this room i have come for one moment literally nikolai vsyevolodovitch i was anxious to have a couple of words with you at all costs absolutely necessary only a few words stavrogin moved towards him but turned back to liza at the third step if you hear anything directly liza let me tell you i am to blame for it she started and looked at him in dismay but he hurriedly went out end of part three chapter three section one recording by expatriate in bangor maine